Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. edition of the Night Report podcast. I'm your co-host Mike Broadbent. Joining me once again is my co-host Richie Schneiderite. Richie, the class of 2024 for Rutgers basketball is continuing its uh, huge upside with another commitment here from Lathan Somerville. He's a 6'10 center. Fab 5, it could be. If we take 5, it could be a Fab 5. Might be a Fab 4, though. I don't know if we'll have room for 5 guys. That's fine. You make room. You make room for kids like this. So Lathan Somerville is, like I said, 6'10", 240. I think he just transferred back to his high school in Peoria, Illinois. Uh, he mm-hmm. was at the Skill Factory in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, this is a kid that kind of, like Bain Dongo in last class, kind of burst onto the scene out of nowhere. Um, he is now ranked. He went from being unranked by rivals to the 92nd prospect in the country. So tell us yeah. a little bit about Ru- what Rutgers is getting in this kid. So remember when we talked about Papa Conte and like defensive specialist? Yep. This is him in the 2025 class. Same as that. <laughs> uh, a little bit different of a player, but he's, he's very versatile on defense. He has great size at a legit 6'10", 245. He's a, he's a bulky big man. He's not a skinny dude. He's not Quiff coming in at like 200 pounds. He's, he's coming in like thick boy. Um, he shifts his feet really well. He, he can guard at the perimeter if need be. Um, he is, he is bulky, but he, like I just said, he can, he can move. And I think the true draw and the, the cool thing about this, this big man in Lathan Somerville is that he has a mid range game, like a mid post game. Yeah. Um, he, he has a great frame. He gets defenders to really bite on, um, he gets rim protectors to bite on fakes on the inside. Um, it, it, it was pretty like obvious just watching his, watching his tape from the skill factory in Georgia, which mind you, I, I don't even want to talk about that. It doesn't matter because he's not there <laughs> anymore, but yep. they, they like, they take online classes there. It's, it's kind of a joke of a school. What I'm, what I heard a little bit, but whatever it is, what it is. He's going back to Illinois. Um, before I go more on his game, I know people are going to be like, Illinois. Oh no. The fighting Illini. Like they have Kofi Coburn, like you had Kofi Coburn. He's, he's similar build, blah, blah, blah. Illinois had their chance. They had the chance to reach for him and they didn't reach out that much. Confident he sticks with Rutgers here. Um, going back to his game, he's a willing passer. He has a really good IQ and a feel for the game around the rim. Um, he, he's a very good passer. I don't want to say like Al Horford-esque because that might be the best passing big man of our recent history, one of all time. But he's he's got that kind of like interior reads um, and will pass out of the yeah. post if need be. Um, he's got a nice little touch from the 18 to 20 foot range. Um, and, and like you saw, like he posted a quip, I think it was yesterday, day before, two days ago, whatever it is, a week ago at this point, um, little clips of him doing little highlights and, and he, he's got a nice little, uh, touch that kind of extends beyond the arc too. So don't be afraid to hit a three. He's got a really good short range game, a very good mid range game, and then can pull people out of the paint by, by hitting occasional threes here and there, which. Cliff's been trying to do, but it's still a work in progress there. Yeah. Uh, and this is a kid who, who announced his top seven on March 23rd of Villanova, Rutgers, Seton Hall, Bradley, Xavier, Missouri, and Virginia Tech. So you're beating out a, mm-hmm. a ton of good programs for this kid. 
Um, a little more background on him. His dad was a standout basketball player at Bradley University. So I, I, for anybody who's a big college basketball fan, you'll remember um, in 2006, Bradley had a, a Cinderella run in the NCAA tournament. Um, they made it to the Sweet 16 before they lost to Memphis. Uh, his dad was one of the top players on that team. His name's Marcellus Somerville. Uh, he had a cup of coffee in the summer league, and then he played 13 years overseas um, before he moved back to Peoria, Illinois to you know, uh, start his next phase of his career. So he still runs basketball camps in Peoria. Um, his son, I was listening to an interview with him, uh, Lathan, I guess, had a huge growth spurt during COVID. He went from about 6'4 to being taller than his dad. His dad's 6'7. So just <laughs> you could tell that he had played a lot of guard growing up because he does have some really good moves. He's light on his feet. He has, you know, he feels very comfortable with the spin move. If you watch him just like backing guys down, he's got a really wide bag of uh, post moves. He's able to finish around the rim really easily. Uh, so just a very advanced offensive player for a guy his size. So, so Rutgers is going from an offense that was stagnant to Ace Bailey, Delquan Warren, Gavin Griffiths, and Lathan Somerville, who can all pretty much score at will. All right, yeah. just want to make that clear. I mean, it's it's you could tell one for one, like as you get better as a program, you're gonna have more high level kids showing you attention. Like before yeah. before Cliff, like how many top one hundred kids did did Rutgers land under Pike? Zero. Yeah. So Pike has been, for lack of a better term, you know, I don't want to say it, but he's been taking guys who were under recruited for a reason because they had holes in their game. They were, you know, diamonds in the rough, turning them into very useful, if not great players. But now you're just starting a little higher. You're starting with a much higher floor with these kids. So these kids are coming in with these skills, with the size and speed advantages that some mm -hmm. of his other recruits didn't have. And that's why they're, you know, ranked in the top 100. That's why they have all these offers. So I think Pike has always wanted these high level offensive guys, but they're very sought after for a good reason. So yeah, I think you're going to see the, a lot of the offensive woes sort to sort of start to dissipate as he continues to land these high level kids. Um, so I think in a lot of ways, you know, we're still going to be a high effort defense. It's going to kind of look, we've talked about comparing this program to Houston to Tennessee where they're, you know, they're still, they're still going all out on defense. There's still high effort. That's still how coach is going to want to play these kids. But then on the other end of the court, they're going to have those, you know, moves. They're going to have those skills already coming into Rutgers to refine rather than teach. So mm -hmm. I'm really excited for the direction of this program. Yeah. And, and it's, it's nice to see like Pike's willing to adapt to based on what he has, yep. which is huge because we saw the geo offense with Ron and it was Ron was a little more ISO ball with Ron. It was just kind of like, Hey, let Ron do his thing on offense. Now you're going to have some yep. weapons here and there. You could spot up Gavin. Gavin could take it to the rim. If he wants, you could yep. put Somerville at the high post, mid post, um, low post, and he could do anything. And all three Ace yep. Bailey can score at will. He can, you can play ISO ball with Ace Bailey if you really wanted to and let him kick out. But um, I know people, this is just a different big man commit for Rutgers because you're so used to seeing these guys that are this size that are just rim protectors. That's about it. Rebounders. That's about it. This kid can do it all. And you mentioned it before how he was a guard at first. And that's, that's a big factor in why he's uh why he's just such a good passer out of the paint. Like, and I don't want to, I hate comparing things to like fucking superstars, but like he's got like a Jokic type game too to him. Like a little bit. I know Jokic is a different breed completely. He's rare, but 
he's got ability to put the ball on the court if need be at his size. And you don't see that very often with guys that are 250, 245 plus. Yeah, no, I, I stretch. It might be a little stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't go that far. You know, but... you know what I mean. Like, it, yeah. I, I don't, I can't think of a massive big guy that can can put the ball on the court like that. Yeah, great commit, no doubt. Um, obviously, this is our third commit of the class of 2024 uh, with Lacey and Somerville, Delcon Warren, and, and uh, the number four recruit in the country, in Ace Bailey, um, who's turned out to be, you know, one of the biggest fan favorite recruits of all time at Rutgers, one of the best recruiters as a player of all time at Rutgers. We've alluded to another possible addition to this class to make it a Fab Four. Um, but that won't be coming until July. We've talked about that with Richard, and we we all feel good about Dylan. But that is something that you know continues to evolve, and we'll, we'll just have to sit back and wait and see how things go. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's getting inter- getting really interesting now. It's just it's set up pretty damn well for a certain someone to to join the program. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned all of them because like no one talks about Delcon Warren. He's a phenomenal no. point guard. No one talks about Gavin Griffiths because they're the hype just keeps getting built higher and higher and higher. Even when Lathan Somerville commits, I can almost guarantee you someone on the board is going to be like, okay, when's Dylan? When's Dylan committing? When's Dylan committing? And it's like, I get it. Like a lot of hype around Dylan, but this is a very good commit in its own right. Like it's, it's, uh, it's getting a little crazy at this point. I did not, um, did not foresee this one coming. Why for not? I shouldn't say summer, but I didn't foresee all this coming together. Like the way it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm pleasantly surprised, but I mean, I've just gotten to the point where I'm not really going to doubt Pike anymore. Um, no, I'm just going to trust him, uh, fully because he's, we're in good hands with Pike. Um, obviously, it sounds like we're going to take it easy on the uh, assistant coaching replacement. That was something we also discussed with Richard uh, Kent on, I believe, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, hundreds of people are interested in the job, and Pike's going to take it slow, try and be deliberate with this process, and in all likelihood, end up hiring someone he has a, an existing relationship with, either that be from the coaching ranks, somebody that he knows through the UConn family tree, Maybe even through you know the AAU circuit, who knows? But yeah. I don't expect that coaching change to to happen anytime soon. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention too: um, Rob Cassidy, our national basketball recruiting director, posted something the other day. I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but I've got five on it. It's like a stupid saying, but it's whatever. <laughs> um, it's like I got I got five. I don't even know how how you describe it. It's like I got five on it. Like I'm confident in this. Is basically yep, yep. what he means. And it's like it's five players he wants to watch this this grassroots AAU season. I don't know why they changed the name to grassroots, but whatever. Um, and two of them are Ace Bailey, who he mentions has the potential to be the number one prospect. Oh, and there's this kid Dylan Harper who has the potential of being the number one prospect in the country. Yeah. Rutgers might have one and two in the 2024 class, along with 90 who's who's going pretty high, along with 70 something in Delcon Warren who's already who's consistently moving up. And uh, yeah, Gavin Griffiths. Remember that guy? Yeah, who was number twenty? Like mm-hmm. he's going to be on the team too. And yes. I mean, we've been mentioned with two other five stars and Tyler Betsy and Nas Cunningham. I don't think either of us are super high on either of those two ending up at Rutgers. But for you know, for Rutgers to be in the conversation even with those guys, in addition to all the other players we've just discussed, yeah. is uh, it is a new era of Rutgers basketball. And I couldn't be happier to be uh, here to witness it. Um, it's it's something else, and uh, 
I don't even know what else to say. I mean, Nas is Nas is who he is. He's pretty damn good. And then Tyler Betts used 14 for us. I and he t- that's after taking a 44 jump, 44 spot jump. I yep. don't think he's done. I think he's top six. Wow. I think he's that good. Like he's phenomenal. I, I watched him. I watched highlights the other day, and it's just it's it's in uh it's crazy. It's insane. Um, huge commitment for the program. Um, I don't have anything more on this. Richie, you got anything else? Uh, assistant coach, like you mentioned, it's uh, to be determined. Um, we'll wait and see what happens there. And then uh, I don't think I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna work on getting some uh, some hoops guys on the pod. I'm I'm in the process of uh, negotiating a deal with somebody. Not a deal, but I don't I don't do NAL and that stuff. But uh, I'm in the process of uh, talking to someone to hopefully get a very 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 big name. There's three varies if you missed that um, <laughs> on on the podcast. Hopefully very soon. Um, it would probably be our number one podcast. I had to guess if, if he, uh, commits to being on the pod, just saying. That is one hell of a tease. Um, <laughs> and I, I think I know who you're talking about. That would yeah. be huge. Gotta get it to um, work ex- first. Yeah. Yeah. Very, um, very busy person. And we've talked about how hard it is to coordinate with guests and we don't want to put names out there and have them look bad if they end up not making yeah. it on because things happen. And this is a, in the grand scheme of things, a very kind of, you know, small time thing. We, we love bringing this content to you guys. We love talking shop. We love, we love doing everything about this. Cause we're both Rutgers alums. We're both huge Rutgers fans. Um, yeah. Richie, not so much because he's got to, you know, be a professional about it, but I don't necessarily have to. So, um, <laughs> um I, I did want to say one more quick thing before, uh, we're all said and done. Uh, if, if you didn't know by now, we, we run the Rutgers rivals website if you didn't if you didn't know that you wouldn't you would know now at this point but the the round table our message board is where we post all our scoops anything we have Lathan Somerville we had posted days ago actually I should say we knew when his commitment was coming uh probably about a month ago when he said I'm committing within the next month um Zach Zach Smart's our our recruiting guy we have tons of scoops whether it be football basketball hell we got wrestling recruiting scoops now because I just I don't even know how that worked out but it worked out pretty well um Lex is, Lex is great with that too. We have all kinds of recruiting writers. So if you do like what we do, I ask you to do a couple things. Number one, rate our podcast on whatever podcasting app you're listening to. I know a majority use Apple pods. A lot of use you Spotify pods, but if you're on another app, you rate us on there as well. Number two, go to YouTube. It's free to subscribe. Hit the subscribe button down below. We're almost at 3000 uh, subscribers. As soon as we get to 3000, we're going to have some kind of giveaway. I don't know what we're going to do yet. Probably end up giving away a subscription, giving away, um, I have a Quiff Hamaruyi jersey, actually, a, a Mori jersey. That's, that's why I always try to say wrong. Um, with the, the Knights script lettering on it, that cool stuff. Oh, uh, those jerseys yes. are fucking nice. Yeah, it was really it was it was cool to have. So I'm gonna give it away to somebody. I have a Ron Harper Jr. jersey that I might give away as well. Uh, we'll figure that one out. And then number three, if you haven't already, subscribe to our website, TKR30. I'm gonna give you guys an exclusive access code. TKR30 gets you 30 days for free. So you could try it out. You don't like it. Day 29 hits. You could say, fuck it. I'm out. I don't want to do this. I'm not paying $9 a month to this idiot. But I can guarantee you, you're hooked. You're in there, and you are hooked on this Rutgers program. You learn more here than you'll learn anywhere else. So just give yep. it a chance. Get your free subscription. They're going to make you enter a credit card. Set a reminder on your on your phone if you're really that like cheap and you don't want to spend $9 next month. And set a reminder on the 29th and cancel it that day if you if you really feel the, the need to. But I can guarantee you're not going to. Wow, that was yeah, a nice speech. 
And as somebody who's been on the round table now for, geez, almost 20 years, there you go. closer to 15, <laughs> uh, I can attest it is a, it is the best place on the internet to talk about Rutgers football, to get inside information. And uh, if you're going to rate us also, we only accept five stars. Um, oh, yeah, dude. Don't, if you're going to do stupid. anything lower, leave it at the door. We don't need it. Um, <laughs> but again, we appreciate you listening. And if you're a new viewer, welcome. If you're a longtime listener, welcome back. Um, we love hearing back from you guys. And the, the feedback has been overwhelmingly positive. So we want to thank you guys for everything. But for me and Richie, this has been another edition of the Night Report Podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.